Welcome to the Healing Intuitively podcast. I'm your host, Shannon Amrine, and I am here to guide you through the awakening process. I'm a 23rd dimensional Akashic Record Keeper, Quantum Healer, and Star Channeler. This podcast is designed as a tool for your awakening, activation, and ascension into higher consciousness. We will talk about all things related to consciousness, channeling, star beings, and so much more. Excited to have you here. Let's dive in. to Healing Intuitively. I'm really excited to bring this podcast to you guys this week. So I sit down with Emily from Crystalline Body Works. She's been on the podcast before. Um, so go back and listen to our first episode together. If you haven't yet, we chat about her work and what she does and how she does it. And it's really, really fascinating. So this episode today, Emily and I sat down to talk about the vision. So we're, we're in a new paradigm and everyone, it seems like everyone and their mother is talking about the 5D, um, the new vision, the new earth, right? But the, the way most people talk about it is really intangible. Um, even when we say things like live in love, that's really intangible because it's difficult it's impossible to live fully in love unless you actually go through and do the work of unblocking all of the heavier energy you're you're carrying, right? So we wanted to talk about this and really make the intangible a bit more tangible for you. And so that is the goal of this episode, to talk about the vision and make it a little bit more tangible. We also go into the ego and how the ego plays into the vision and how we also um, see this in our relationships. We talk about some relationship stuff. We talk about a a whole bunch of things that have contributed to us opening up further and farther over the last, well, over 2021 so far to the vision and what the vision is and how we are being called to bring the vision into the world, into reality. So that is what this episode is all about. So before we go into the episode, I do want to make a little announcement on this podcast. I am going to be raising my prices for all of my sessions March 1st, um, specifically for my quantum healing sessions, but every session is going to be raised because these sessions are all taking much, much longer than normal or not normal, but they're taking much, much, much longer as I continue to go deeper and deeper with everyone I work with and taking a lot of energy from me. And so the energetic exchange um, just needs to be a little bit different. So I want to encourage you, if you've been thinking about booking any kind of session with me, to go ahead and do that this month. You don't have to schedule it this month if you don't have time, but if you buy it this month, then you'll get it at the current prices and they'll never be this low again. I will never even do, I can't, I don't think I'll ever even do discounts that will make them as low as they are right now again. Um, so if you've been thinking about booking a session with me, I really invite you to do that now, do that in February because March 1st, everything is going to be increasing. And if anything that's booked now in February, you'll still be getting every single thing, all of the new things I've been channeling and receiving and how I've been going deeper in sessions, you'll still get that. You'll just get it for the price of, um, for the energy exchange of a session of the sessions 
before I started deepening even further because 2021 has opened up <laughs> gifts that I didn't even fully realize I had. And so I've been bringing those into sessions. And so that's why the energetic exchange is changing because they're just going a lot deeper, but you'll still get all of that. Um, if you book it, if you book in a session, um, now before the prices the prices rise. So I wanted to let you all know that because I know that if you've been thinking about booking a session with me, uh, this would be the best time for you to book in. Um, also, Heal is still open for applications. There are limited spots left. There's a lot of um, a lot of spots that are being filled. So if you are interested, then get in get in an application for that within this week, because otherwise there might not be any spots left. And if you are really, really interested in going deeply into the work, deeply into your healing, deeply into your awakening, Heal is the best deal to do that with me. Um, in terms of in terms of money or, or energetic exchange. Um, it also has the most resources for you. It's really, really all-encompassing and it's been so amazing so far. So if you have been thinking about HEAL, then this is your invitation to send in an application before all of the spots are filled. Um, otherwise, I am, think it's time to go right into this episode. Thank you for listening to those <laughs> little updates. And as always, if you have any questions, any comments after you listen to this episode, send me an email at shannon at healingintuitively.com or send me a DM on Instagram, either to the Instagram account of um, at healingintuitivelypod or at shannon.amrine. And without further ado, let's go ahead and get into this episode with Emily. All right. So let's call in the guides and angels we want here with us today. Um, if you want to start, Emily, I'll let you go ahead and then I'll call in the rest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. Angels, the ascended masters, calling in guides of absolute love, calling in our ancestors and our soul's wisdom to be with us today, to flow through us in this now moment. Ah, it feels so good to welcome you in. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, uh, and just calling in all of the guides for everyone who's listening. So as you're listening to us speak these words right now, feeling your guides come in around you, saying hello, <laughs> and calling in all of the elements, water, air, fire, wind, calling in the animals, calling in the earth. The earth is just really asking to be called in, called in. So calling in Mother Gaia. And of course, calling in the light beings, star beings, cosmic beings who are here to connect today and help us move this conversation along and bring calling in healing, healing energy, gold and light to be brought through every single person's bodies every single cell in your body as you're listening to this right now as we speak as we bring this in and so it is welcome <laughs> it is. 
So Emily and I are going to talk about, I feel like we could honestly just talk about so many things, but our, our vision for tonight, um, as we record is to talk about the vision of the world, like the new paradigm. Um, we can put that in other words too, Emily, you can, you can put that in words too, but we've been talking about like, wow, there's this vision that we connect into and see, and it's not that every single thing is clear, right? It's just that like, there's this bigger vision that we see in our souls because we are, we're like, that's what we're here to do is to lead the world into that vision. Um, but talking with other people, even other light workers um, who don't work in the same, in the light in the same way we do, it's just different, different ways. The vision in its entirety, it's like, it's hard, not, it's not, we realize that not everyone can tap into the, the tangibility of the vision in the same way. Is that, is that, am I saying that correctly? Yeah, like the, the actual potential, the act, like yeah. how feasible this vision is. And then another reason we wanted to bring up the vision, it could also be our, you know, our dreams, our goals. This is, we're going to be talking on a very large scale, but all of these things, all these concepts are applicable to, you know, your personal life, your inner work, your you know, we're talking about all of humanity and the world, but, you know, sometimes we get the, the big picture can help us understand our role in, and, and yeah, the role we play within the big picture. And so we wanted to bring up the vision that at least that we can see that we dream of, because there's a lot of upheaval happening um, in the world. There's just a lot of change going on, a lot of pivotal things, big metamorphosis. And if we are not clear as a collective on where we're going and what we want, I mean, we can get so easily lost in the chaos. It, I mean, it's, it's emotional soup out there, you guys. <laughs> it's, um, and so when we have this clear vision and not just even imagining it. We'll, we'll, I guess we'll just dive in because we can, we can see it, yeah, in our minds, in our imagination. But can you feel it in your heart? Like, can and that means, is your heart open to receiving a new reality, to a new way of being, to allow the world and life, the fabric of the universe, to flow through you? So can we feel this and accept this new, the newness, our, our soul really in its higher expression. So really it's just another version of us in our entire body. So it's like vision boarding, <laughs> but then feeling it in your entire body, using your entire body to help bring it and just bring it and then bring it some more and then bring it down some more keep grounding it in exactly it's it's that exactly in the body the grounding it in like exactly what you said emily <laughs> just that we see we we think of the vision as meaning just what we see in our third eye or see in our crown like in our mind in our upper energy but that's super intangible right i mean and there's so much beauty in that 
um, seeing visions there. There's a lot of beauty, a lot of, of wisdom there, but to make it tangible, we have to bring it down. We have to be able to bring it down first to the heart and then to the solar plexus, then all the way down through our sacral into our root, into the bottoms of our feet, like into the earth. We have to be able to bring it fully down. Otherwise, it's just, um, it's just an idea. And I think that's the thing. Like, so even we talk, we see a lot of people, I'm sure you all have seen this, um, who talk about the 5D. We're moving into the 5D, the 5D vision. And it's like, what is the 5D vision? It's not tangible. It's just words. And I'm sure that, well, I know that there are people who have shared, oh, I see it being like this. This is the energy of it. Great. I felt that energy too. I'm sure you have as well, Emily, but where's the tangibility? Like we can't, when people say, oh, just know that 5D is love. It's just being in love. It's being in kindness. It's like, that's not tangible. That's beautiful. And that's what is, that's, yeah, everything. I mean, the universe at its core is about love. Like that's all that really exists. Um, in a matter of a matter of thinking a matter of looking at it a manner of looking at it but um it's not tangible we can't we can't we cannot as a collective as a world achieve that just by telling people to live in a a vibration of love how do you do that (laughs) yeah yeah so let's just let's take some time yeah. So we have, okay, I want to just sh- share really quick, like my, my like ideal world, like my utopia, because this is like the vision, right? Like, let's just right. aim beyond any restrictions, um, any limitations, any, well, but what ifs? No, no, none of that. In my ideal utopia, <laughs> people are adventurous and grounded they are courageous and wise they are open-minded and kind and they and that means for me too right so we get to be so like we can even do this on a personal level of like what is your ideal self like if you like genuinely the version of you that you would be so damn proud of who is that? Like, who, who is that? Someone that you love so profoundly, so deeply, have so much compassion for. And because if we're expecting it from someone else by envisioning, uh, you know, this, my dream world, I have to be a part of that. And so then that's where we can start with ourselves and look within, but. Right. Well, that's why, sorry, I just want to say that's why we talk about like doing the inner work for yourself and growing and and, and activating and awakening your personal self and then moving that work out and helping the rest, helping the people around you because it starts with you. A hundred percent. Yeah. Oh, so, but being, being open to receiving. Right. Well, that's really important being open to receiving it because we say we want we want a world exactly like how you described Emily. And then, you know, as you were speaking, I was seeing the physical, the physicality of how, I, how my vision is of that looking. And that's, you know, clear skies, 
no pollution, no littering, um, just clean, clean, clean nature, like pristinely taken care of and respected, like that respect that we've lost that so many of us have lost. And, you know, things like less cars or, or better fuel sources, like actually using the technology we already have, but doesn't make anyone any money, right? Because we have the technology. I mean, look it up. There is technology to drive cars to and fly planes, well, maybe not fly planes, I don't know, but I know there's, there's technology for cars that would use, and cars and, and power and electricity and all of that, that would use almost no, or create almost no pollution, but it would make no one any money. And that's why we don't use it. So my vision is like all of those things being an actual reality, but then if we're not open to receive it, because I think that's an important thing is the open to receive it. So if we talk about that physical stuff, because I think that's a tangible way for people to understand this. If we talk about the physicality of changing our infrastructure so that we can actually use the energy sources that are non-polluting or very, very, very low polluting. And I'm not talking nuclear power either. Like I'm not talking about using that kind of thing. Um, that would require essentially recreating the infrastructure of our entire world, of all of our cities. How, uh, how com it, would, it would essentially kill off a lot of companies, um, energy companies, oil companies, all of that. And those are the people in power, right? Those are the people who have the money. Um, it, would, it would, people want change, but then we see this politically, people want change, but they're not willing to actually elect the public officials in any country like this is in any country that are willing to enact that change because that change in our world right now takes money and because we still live in a society in a world that needs money and that will change like money is on its way out <laughs> in the way that we currently see it energetically I don't know how long it will take for that to be I don't know if we'll be alive to see that gone but um I digress but it takes money it takes money it takes um, it's going to take us being willing to actually make huge changes in our lives and they're changes for the good, but we have to be willing to make it. And so a lot of people, I'm sure there are a lot of people who would agree with me. Oh yeah, I want clean fuel. I feel like that's a really tangible thing for people is the clean, clean fuel, but are you actually willing to make those changes? Like, are you willing to have your, have the, our society or infrastructure completely changed. Like think about the industrial revolution, like almost a reverse industrial revolution, but keeping the technology we've gained, but going back to um, a time before we had, you know, factories polluting out into the world. Like, are, are you actually willing to receive that? And that's the thing. I don't think most people are willing, even if they say they want it, they're not willing to receive it. It's almost like your mind is playing your game too, because with all of these worldly examples and that whole picture that you painted for us um there's a lot of oh well it's expensive oh well it's like my brain was on fire while you were talking <laughs> like oh well of course because we're not in control of that and someone else is in charge and you know, all these things mm -hmm. so this is the game that i play with myself all the time so i look at these external situations and and I, you know, again, allowing the mind to just be like, tell me what's wrong with it. Like, all right, I will, you know, sure. I'm still observing the mind. I'm not the mind. So that's the cool part. 
that's how far we've come. <laughs> Checkpoint. <laughs> and um, playing the game. Okay. Yeah. Flip it and make it a metaphor for the inside of you. Oh, I love that. Yes, exactly. So there's all these things that you know yourself to be. You have these ego structures, you have your narratives, you have your beliefs, you have just, I don't know, your stuff, how you know yourself, who you know yourself to be, your habits, your behaviors, your patterns. But you want something else, right? You want that utopia version of you, that ideal version of you, the one you're proud of and all these things. And you're literally coming up against your own inner political system where you're like, oh yeah, your ego, your mind, whatever will tell you that this is impossible because, and thinking about the oil tycoons, the billionaires and like who, and they're in charge. Who is that for you? Who are, who's in charge of you? Who are you giving the power to? Who owns you? Just because we're talking about money, let's talk about ownership. And so it's like they're my self-responsibility. Are you allowing your mind to unconsciously run your programs for you, run that political system within you, run the energy systems within you? Or are you willing to knock all of it down piece by piece, systematically, with the help of others, with the mindfulness of yourself, and and recreate yourself. I mean, this is the external infrastructure is a fat metaphor for our internal metaphor or our internal infrastructure of our ego self. Yes. And everything can change. Oh, it's challenging, but that's again bringing the the light into this, bringing the the love into it, bringing into the body, like we were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. Getting in the body. We can tap into what feels good and then our body can guide us to food that serves this journey, to activities that serve this journey, to people and friends that, you know, teachers that serve your journey. Like our body loves us so much. And if we just allow it to love us, he, she, they, them (laughs) to love us. And if we are on a congruent team, like a word, a, a, a team, a tightly knit team, you can do it. Yeah. You can do all the things because you create a utopia on the inside of you. Mm-hmm. Man, this, this shit is so much easier. Sorry, I don't know. So much easier. <laughs> oh no, you can swear. I, you can, you can swear. <laughs> it is it, so much easier. It's so much easier to go through because the cool part is is spirit moves fast. Mm-hmm. Spirit moves so fast and physicality takes a little time to catch up. So that's where strengthening and anchoring the vision into your body, visualizing it every day. Hence, I'm a fan of vision boards myself. Um, I understood the power of them when I walked into a 3D version of my vision board that I made last year, just a couple weeks ago. And I was like, oh, I get it. <laughs> I didn't get it before, but it works. Um, it works. So yeah, just embodying it or embodying this higher perspective, this vision, all these things into the body can 
it ripples out. It ripple, it ripples out. If can you imagine now, imagine if every single person in the entire world, however many billions of humans there are, if every single person was willing to do this work, mm-hmm. that is really the ultimate vision that I hold. Yes, absolutely. Period. <laughs> so much as you were talking, I was. <laughs> You guys can't see this, obviously, because this is a recording, but I was yawning so much because everything Emily was saying was just like the energy of releasing that old, all that old programming. Um, I hope you guys felt that clearing because I felt like I was clearing for everyone who's listening right now. I'm still yawning. Oh, my God. It's amazing. (gasps) It is. It's big energy. I'm holding a blue appetite, which is really plugging me into the cosmos and then a soda light in my other hand which is so two blue stones mm. one's a little more serene the other one's a little more ass kicky <laughs> my Lemurian quartz was calling to me so that's what I'm holding oh, it's beautiful yeah um ugh. I want to talk about the vision board thing for a second because I think this is really important mm-hmm. when we talk about our inner vision so I made a vision board myself because Emily told me about what happened with her um, and I hadn't looked at it in two weeks I literally just pulled it up as you were talking I just like quickly like typed it in um, but you're a non-specific manifester in human design as right. am I right and I had always thought vision boards don't serve me because I'm non-specific but th- like a vision board just gives you it's a feeling right because you can look for the things that give you that good feeling yes. and you don't, it doesn't have to be, even if you're not specific, you can still find the things that give you that feeling of like, oh, I love this. And full disclaimer, it was a mood board. That was my assignment for my business coach. It was a mood board. Mm. I was like, okay. So she's like, find some pictures that's going to make a vibe. And I was like, okay. And then it just happened to look the exact same. I love that. (laughs) Uh, amazing 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 and if you're curious I I mood boarded a healing space I'm a massage therapist amongst other things but for in-person work I found a sanctuary I found an oasis and oh man it is so nice it's so nice to work in a pristine space that is gridded in protection connected with the elements and just really aesthetically pleasing in general so yes and that's the power of connecting into your inner vision is is bringing because what you're doing Emily right is you've brought in this space for you to do this beautiful healing work and that means that you're actually getting to you've brought in another space for you to influence positively influence the people who come to you to get them onto their inner vision Mm -hmm. yeah because it's really at the end of the day that's it's like everything just like my my chiron's in virgo so i'm very like always looking for ways to fix things (laughs) so in the healing realm it, it tends to help (laughs) I check myself still sometimes because I was like okay too much (laughs) backup but finding all of these ways to to look at and find connections 
between the relationships of things. So finding, coming up with that relationship with the, you know, political structure, the oil tycoons and inner work, like, leave it to me, I'll find an analogy. Like, it's so hilarious. Um, But it's, it's, that's how I look at body work. That's what I look at my coaching practice as, and as well as um, distance, distance energy work Mm -hmm. is this way to hold space for you to divinely reorganize your insides. (laughs) Because sometimes we, I mean, we need, this is such an Aquarius season thing for me to say, but we sometimes we need a little help from our friends. Also, thank you, Beatles. (laughs) Sometimes we need a little help from our friends and okay I'll also just go ahead and listen to that album again because they had it right in the 60s <laughs> like utopia would be here if every single human listened to them well and we have that aquarium like in the early 60s they had the same or very almost the same aquarian energy so like literally they had it right in the 60s like oh, my we heart. just didn't stay with it enough but this time this time we can this well, time we can it's almost like like um Oh, I'm feeling like a trampoline. Like you get the first jump and you kind of can bounce into the trampoline a little bit. And then you jump yeah. a, little, a little higher and then you come deeper into the trampoline and then you jump even higher. And yes. so it's like increasing kind of ripples, not like an unsustainable influx of energy by any means, but definitely like where I feel like the second wave is really potent in a really exciting way and it's exciting and doesn't suck because I have anchored into the vision of what I want, who I want to be, what, how I want to feel and my hopes and dreams for, you know, everyone else. Right. How you want to, how you hope, how you envision the world being and how you envision yourself being in that world, helping, helping the world be how we want it to be. Yeah. And then also seeing the people around me that way. Yeah. So that's, that's like rearranging our narratives and it's pretty difficult um, mm-hmm. for the people that are closest to us. Right. Cause we know, I don't know, you're something personal, you know, you have spats with your parents when you're you know 15 16 years old and then you still see them in that light that they're gonna yell at you they're gonna ground you they're gonna try and control you and I still have these like little moments where I'm like oh you're gonna do the thing and it's like no that was 11 years ago more than that 12 years ago Oh gosh. <laughs> like I'm feeling old now, right? <laughs> but see that it's been that long and these narratives are still kind of swimming yeah. in there. And it comes down to me and my awareness of myself to be like, I don't really need to run that story anymore. That's like not who I am anymore. And that's not who my parents are anymore. Like, so I think it's this letting everything else flow rather than holding any grudges or like gripping onto certain judgments or preconceptions or notions of other people too, like letting them be new too. If we're all working towards being new, like I want to do the inner work for myself. So I become a 
cooler, better, awesomer version of me. I'm awesome now, but I, you know, there's always room for growth and expansion. And there always will be like, that's part of being human is that we get to grow and expand our whole lives if we choose to. Yes. And so everyone else has that same opportunity, whether they're aware of it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, and so everyone's always learning. Everyone's always growing, right? Such as human. Mm-hmm. And so letting other people, giving other people that chance, meaning seeing them in that light from that perspective as well, like literally creates energetic space for these changes, these shifts to to happen yeah I think that there's oh I think there's like two sides to this because mm, I was having a conversation like a super similarly today with my shamanic teacher and we were talking about the ego because of course shamanism is so much about like taming your ego that's what a true shamanic practice is so much about and and basically what she was saying is that there are a lot of people and you'll, she's like, you'll see them more and more. And I was like, girl, I've already, seen, girl, I was like, I have already seen them so much. Like I see this all the time. And she's like, there are so many people who, you know, they are here to be light workers and they're here to, to help people, but they have not actually done the work to tame their ego. Um, and so there, there's an in, in, in authenticity to them and I was like oh my god I literally see this every day <laughs> like when I log on to social media um I see this all the time or when I like you know wherever in all these places um and so that you know brings to mind so the reason I mentioned that is because we're talking about we have to be willing to do the work ourselves to really bring ourselves to our inner utopia in order to bring that out into the world. So it starts with us. And if you're, if like, so I feel like it's triggering to people, especially like anyone who's a, who is a light worker or does work, um, does, you know, any kind of guiding work. Um, we get triggered if anyone says, oh yeah, there are a lot, most of the people, most of the people who are doing that work are still like deeply in their ego. They think they're not, but they really are. Like they say they're, they say they've transcended their ego, but that is ego itself. Like that's very heavy ego. If you're ever, if you're even close to saying I've transcended my ego, like if you even hint at that, you're very in your ego. And so I'm saying that actually, because I want to trigger people to think about it because I think that's part of our responsibility as we hold space for people is to, to hold that highest vision for everyone. I hope this is making sense, but to hold that highest vision for everyone um, that we can, but at the same time, knowing that we can hold that highest vision, but we can't make them do the work, right? And that's another realization I had this weekend in my own life is like every people, you know, people change and grow, but are they willing to change and grow enough? Because most, every single person changes and grows throughout their life, but are, is, most people don't actually change and grow to the point where they've actually raised their vibration to a point where they can sustain a true loving vision. So it's this balance of like holding space for people, holding the hope that they can be the people we see them. And I have, there's so many people in my life who I'm like, I can see so much more for you. You're so much more than you're acting right now and I say that 
say that to people. I even say it to my clients sometimes. I'm like, you're so much more. Well, most of the time, because most of us are like this. And I know even I am like this. I know I can be more than I am. I know you can be more than you are. But there are so many people. <laughs> I'm like, you can do so much more, but you, you have to be able to, to like lose the ego in thinking, oh no, I'm already doing great. And it's like, you are doing great. It's not that you're not doing great, but you could do so much more. And that's like, I think for some people, that's a triggering thing. A lot of people it's triggering to be like, I could do more and someone's seeing that I could do more, but I don't see it yet. And am I making any sense? I feel like I just- Yeah, it ties back in. You guys listen to Shannon's last um, podcast with the, with the message, the message from the Syrian council, because it is, um, it, they really came through and was like, you're not doing enough. Well, part of me was triggered listening to that, but also more of me, like a bigger section of my pie chart, that is myself, <laughs> was like majority of me was like, I'm hiding and I know it. Mm-hmm. I was triggered channeling that, honestly. I was like, a, a portion of me was triggered channeling in that and a portion of me was like, fuck, they're right. <laughs> Yeah, there's, there's a lot, it's really easy to, to transform the, the parts of us that's convenient to change, but I, I encourage you to, well, I guess have courage to push through, to move through those inconvenient truths, Mm -hmm. because those are, they're tricky and they're deeply triggering but through that like literally just keep moving put one foot in front of the other take one breath after the other and just moving through all of that stuff there is something that happens when you move through such a deep trigger thoroughly where then it just dissolves yeah. It feels like that in your body. It feels like that in your mind. Like all of a sudden, all the pressure is gone. All of a sudden, the angst is gone. All of a sudden, you know, list the feelings, the visceral feelings in your body. Um, the rapid pace of thoughts mm-hmm. slows down, if not completely empties and stops into stillness. And so it's like it's time like the call to action I think right now is to like quit playing games with yourself because like that was that was my my guides a few weeks ago they're like stop pretending like you don't know like they made me write it down they didn't make me but I wrote it down (laughs) they're like stop pretending that you don't know like I was pretending to be like a baby or something or like a toddler or like right or like that angsty 15 year old that I mentioned before like just like I just stop pretending (laughs) that you don't know because you know, like, you know, your soul, you know, your inner guidance, you know, the highest path. And now it's time to choose it. And it's always, 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 always up to you, always up to you. But the part of you that says that you can't have it or whatever, like, no, shush, reorganize, see, I mean, like, I mean, dude, I did, I did a hard thing today. (laughs) I went into, I went into public to, to a friend's store to promote my business because she has my pamphlets and business cards in her shop. And it's such a blessing. And I'm very grateful. It happened to be a super slow day. And 
it could have been really awkward. It could have just been, and it was just kind of also bizarre because I was in public. <laughs> I haven't been in public in a while. Like with the general public, I've been around people, but they're selectively chosen. Right. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but to stand there and hold my own and hold my space and keep my shoulders back and stand up straight and not cower not want to run out of that store despite it being potentially awkward like I could feel awkwardness and like embarrassment and like I don't know all these feelings that I'm so used to feeling knocking at the edge of my field or like knocking on my mind or like knocking on the door and I was able to be in my body stay in my body so much that she just didn't get to come in like she just didn't come in and like I was like oh okay but it it, you only will learn about yourself and learn about where you truly are with yourself like this relationship with yourself when you do the hard things it's a Glennon Doyle moment we can do hard things yeah like and you'll only find out how I don't know quote unquote, well you're doing, right? Where you're at with yourself, how much you love yourself, how much compassion you have for yourself, how much you can master your mind. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like today was a lot of mental mastery for me. Um, Also big fat deja vu moment. So that's cool. Because I could have been really disappointed. I could have been pissed. I could have been anxious. I could have been, I don't know, you name it. It could have been. But I wasn't. I decided to tell all, like, to, to, I decided to believe a different truth. I decided to feel a different timeline, a different truth, where I maintained control of my mind and my body. I did not let fear take over um, because that's all like anxiety and angst and any sort of um, irritation. All of that is fear, rooted in fear. And so I just didn't let fear be my oil tycoon with all the money. I decided to stay the oil tycoon. I decided to be in charge of me and, and, let's remind us everyone also like we called our guides in and your guides in to this experience this podcast and when i say i was oil tycoon this is my higher self speaking this is my soul speaking these are my guides and like badass light workers like we got (laughs) some oomph we got the sophia dragons in the house like what's up like let's go like oh my gosh you guys to be able to feel something that feels good feels powerful feels grounded feels uplifting feels confident oh my gosh it's like everything and then there's more i know my own personal self like this was like my first like real time doing this (laughs) (laughs) like this isn't this is like in real time. So I know I've just tapped into the tip of my iceberg for how powerful, how confident, how radiant, how, you know, et cetera, et cetera, that I can be. Like this was my, I just dipped my toes in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> That's so exciting because it means there's so much more to uncover. 
like we said at the very beginning. Yes. Yes. And so that's where it's like, okay, we can keep doing the little small head loops, the same anxiety, the same thing. But like when you actually decide to anchor into your vision and actually decide and say, yes, give yourself permission to shift and change. Like, and then you actually then are then just like I walked into my um, vision board, you're walking into an experience and where you're walking within the experience within your body that you've been calling in, but it still takes that leap of faith to be like, you know, here I am, like, you take a little super, superhero pose and be like, yeah, (laughs) it still takes that moment of telling those old feelings. No, I had to tell them to sit down <laughs> go take your seat in the back sit down honey yeah. <laughs> and it still takes those moments of decision making and I think if I had to say anything actually in this moment to to my I don't know to my two years ago self or my 22 year old self or I don't know anybody really any of my past moments is to just relax because it is, it's this, this feelings of expansion mm-hmm. because you, if the more you feel into it, um, the fear is constricting. It, it causes tension. It, it is literally a contraction energetically and everything that when, if we're wa- working towards more open minds and open hearts and open, 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 open is the theme. So it's this expansion. And so it's like, it's like a deep breath it's how you feel it's like you just you just actually let it go and and open and receive yourself like receive your soul and so it's like I don't know that's a really long-winded way of saying all of these things but thanks for journeying with me thanks for coming to my TED talk No, but thank you for sharing that. I think that's such a good example of how this can look. And also just like that breath releasing, like my shoulders dropped when you said that. I was like, oh, release the contraction, release the contraction. My neck just popped too. (laughs) But I've had a similar, not, well, not like similar energetically kind of thing. I've been going through the last couple of weeks and it was brought on. Um, I haven't talked about this publicly at all yet but um Emily and I have worked together a little bit lately um a little bit a lot of bit <laughs> lately <laughs> and um during a session Emily was holding for me um her gift like is going really bringing you really deeply into your body and I thought that I knew how to get into my body deeply like I think I have I have gotten gone into my body very deeply when I was really the like few, like the couple months I was super deeply healing myself in 2019. I know I was in my body really deeply, but I don't think I've ever gone that deep since. And I think Emily even brought me deeper than I went then. And she brought me into my body in this healing session. And I was like, holy shit, this hurts. <laughs> the physical body hurts. And I was like, this, my sub, my subconscious or my, I don't know, my ego maybe was like, wow, I really hate my body. And I was like, so taken aback. I, I was like, 
oh my God, I thought, I mean, I literally talk to people about, I, I teach about how you need to be in your body and therefore love and respect your body in order to heal and move through life when your power. And I was like, wait, but I still hate my body. Like <laughs> what, this is hypocritical. Like how did, how did I not know I still hated my body on some level? Um, and I've been moving through that and working with it and using, using different modalities, like using, using energy work, working with Emily, working with my um, shamanic teacher, using plant medicine, like using a, like lots of different things to get into my body. And at the more I've gotten into my body, the more, like, I don't feel when I connect to my body now, I know I still have, I'm still, I still have more to repair in my relationship with my body, but I don't, I don't think, I don't don't think doesn't think doesn't matter. That's the mind. I don't feel that I hate my body anymore. I feel like I'm rebuilding the relationship. I'm not sure I can quite say that I like love my body a hundred percent yet, but it's a lot more than it was. Um, And the, the further I've gotten into my body and this has only been what, like two weeks, two and a half weeks. um, The more I've gotten into my body, the more my like powers, my gifts have blossomed. Like I, this, this last couple of weeks have been intense, like whole new levels of healing powers, I guess you could say like gifts that I have that I didn't even realize how deep I could go. And it's because, and whole new realms, like I've gone into new realms within the 23rd dimension. I've gone into new, like met new beings that like, they were like, this is the first time I've ever come through to a human. Like, like my star connection has increased because I'm connecting more to the earth and my earthly self. And so that's been, that's my big thing. I'm, I realized that's like my core wound is um, that keeps me from connecting to the vision is when I'm too stuck, when I'm too stuck in like, I'm not good enough. Like my body, like this body, this human experience isn't good enough. Um, and so there are lots of different ways that we can, we have, we can look at and work and transcend the old self that that doesn't want to connect into the vision that is like scared of connecting into the inner vision, but they're, so however it looks for you, essentially my point is that it's valid, right? There's so many different ways that it can look. um, And those are two examples, but when we actually allow ourselves to do it, to connect into the vision, things change dramatically. And it's fast. It's the speed. It's like the, like you were saying, the universe works in, it's so fast, the speed, like the speed is out of this world. Um, But we have to be ready to accept that speed too. Like, are you ready for things to change quickly? Yeah. I mean, and that's, that's where I, when you asked that question, I immediately dropped into my body Mm -hmm. or deeper into my body, into my like solar plexus. It's like, your whole body's got to be on board to receiving this. Yes. To receiving these changes. And yeah, I'm just, I, it's, it's wonderful. wonderful. (laughs) It is. It's, and my whole, I think a huge part of like my practice is, is finding the pleasure in, in being embodied because for so long, like, you know, we feel 
really unpleasant things and sensations, emotions, um, whatever experiences with our body. So we're like, we vacated the premises. Right. And so, yeah, just really coming into just like, yeah, just like dropping in. Um, and this is actually why I started the deepening, um, which is a meeting every Sunday um, for about an hour at 7 p.m. PST um, to to drop in with a, with a group of people. And because it's like, because like, let's start the week off like super embodied, super grounded. Um, I pick a crystal every week, maybe two. And which is just the collect, whatever the collective, whoever shows up, whatever they need. And um, yeah, it's just journeying through through the body because it, it makes the diff- all the difference. When we bring a loving perspective, loving awareness, like Ramdas, loving awareness mm-hmm. um, through our body. I mean, it's because you can, if you feel good in your body, like the entire your entire life changes it does your entire life like because the external is a mirror of the internal right we've made it that far so when you feel really good then you're in your body and this might be my non-specific manifesting speaking other people probably function differently but when I like feel yummy and good in my body like in my solar plexus right now is just like all lit up <laughs> then you're like open to receiving that yummy delicious experience that's gonna be satisfying that's gonna be fulfilling um and so i've just been react working with my body first and feeling really good in inside of her moving and and um taking care of her so like yeah just showering and putting lotion on my body at night like that's just become like a wonderful ritual um and yeah and my my south node is in taurus so it completely makes sense oh yeah i'm like so like into this deepening and also just like yeah i don't know it's really really interesting but yeah i just i invite you to to deepen in your body and see what happens yes and we'll you'll have to send me the link for the deepening so that people can check that out because I think oh that's when before we started recording Emily was talking about being out in public and you said um that it was like everyone walking around you was like a husk of a body almost because they were so not in their body and that's so true it's so true like most of us are not in our body it was a little bizarre, um, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, but I so I so see that like it makes sense, and <sighs> I was like, they are not their own oil tycoon. <laughs> they, are they are not letting someone else be be their tycoon. <laughs> yes, <laughs> he's a big boss with the billion dollars. Oh, that's so true. They're just handing it away. And I was like, bro, you have a whole body. You have a whole body. They're so cool. Yeah, get into your body. It is cool. <laughs> and it opens up so much. It opens up so much. <laughs> yeah, just from this perspective that I have, it's just like seeing now, now that I'm here in this 
part of my process and what I recognize in others I was like oh my god you have so much power you don't even know it yeah and I feel like I've heard that from guides from channeled messages from you know whatever they're like oh like if you only knew or like you know keep going and you'll find out and it's like oh man I like want to like take people by the shoulders now and be like there's more it's like it's so fascinating I've never felt that before today and it's probably just the masses of people but I was like oh my goodness you guys get in your bodies yeah no I feel that all the time Uh, it's like I want to take people by their shoulders like you're saying and like put them in front of a mirror and be like look at yourself until you see the power that you have yeah oh man but there's the the thing I'm going to share another personal story too I might cut this I'm not sure but there's the thing is we want to be able to do that for people and we can but only if they want it because mm-hmm. like as many of you probably have heard my partner my boyfriend he's my twin flame we have a lot of soul connections um but he like isn't fully awake to all of this right and I look at him every day and I'm like you have so much power I say to him I've read his records for him when he's been open to it and wanted it and I'm like you have so much power babe like you just need to connect to it and he's like too scared of it um and there was a at the very beginning at the very end of 2020 beginning of 2021 his father um got diagnosed with terminal cancer and then passed away within the course of a week um and so there's this huge grief that opened up the, the new year. And I thought I even received from his guides, our guides, because we're connected, are, are the guides that, that we share. Um, they were like, this, this has the potential to be it. Like this might be the time that he fully, like could be, if he's willing to let it be fast, he, if he's willing to embrace the speed, this is when he can really see like all the power he has and everything he's here for and he did to an extent and then he shut it down like he did there was like two weeks where he was like seeing it and then he shut it down and so there was like even that extra grief that I was like oh my god on top of the grief Artie was feeling was like oh no he was almost there then he shut it down right but I can't even though he's my twin flame even though he's my soul he's very connected like we have such such strong cult soul contracts this life that to do together I can't force him so I can, I can offer him the mirror and I have many, many times, but I can't make him do it. And so we've actually like been playing back and forth with like, are we going to take some time apart? Like take a break. Um, and we tried to, and that was actually when his father got sick. And so we were like, the universe was like, don't take a break. Um, and now we're taking, we're not like taking a break. We're just taking a little bit more time, like separate. We're not in each other's energies as much, but basically my point is, that you can't force someone to see it. You can offer it to them. You can hold the space, even for someone you love. And that's why I shared this story. But you can, you, you can even for someone you love so much, like those are the people you really want them to see what you see. You can't force them to do it. Like that's the thing is like, we can try, we can offer it, but if they're not ready to actually open their eyes and see it, there's not much we can do. Um, besides just hold the vision for them but we can't force I don't know I feel like that was really that's an important thing to to add like even for everyone who's listening like we're saying these things and hoping you'll receive them but we can't force you to (laughs) absolutely and then also just trusting that you've all heard what you need to hear because I know I hear things and sometimes I don't hear other things but I'm like 
wasn't meant for me. It was in a different frequency and my ear holes were not on that radio station. <laughs> I was like, oh, all right, that's all right. Um, but yeah, to just in this moment, to just not put it in the, in the thing, but um, it's very interesting because uh, my partner is also he's aware of things in a certain way, but it's not the same way that I'm aware of things. Yeah. And so it's what is, what's really interesting is we really thrive when we are in person and we come together because our bodies communicate with each other, Mm. but our minds and our inner vision, our crowns, like we're connected to very different places in the universe. Mm-hmm. And maybe we will, I mean, we obviously mesh to an extent, mm-hmm. but overall we have very different mental capacities, mm-hmm. very different, maybe together we, we cover a whole spectrum. I don't know, but yeah. we're definitely on the other ends. Yeah. Um, and but it's also interesting because his birth chart is most of his stuff is on the left side of his chart which is about the self and like and then and then most of my stuff is on the right side of the chart which is all about others and so like I'm very empathetic and he is but through different means and modalities meaning he'll recognize tones of voices and um, body language and put two and two together but he doesn't feel it. I even talk about um, when I use words to, you know, explain where my awareness is in my body. It's so fascinating because it like does not like compute to him. He kind of starts glazing over. And I was like, fascinating. But then when I'm, when we're holding each other, like we had a whole thing happen. in the forest where we had just gotten over a um we we both got really triggered and anyways we were finally coming back together after like 14 hours of hell and back and hold he feels the energy coursing through him he responds like his body responds he responds emotionally but then it doesn't he can't talk about it it's bizarre where to me I'm like immediately like my my voice is connected to what I'm feeling in my body it's the most bizarre thing I just I haven't figured it out but I know that we can communicate really intimately really intricately like really follow every every wave every flow but it's when our bodies are touching that is so interesting I think I needed to hear that, that I think that must've been why I had, I felt called to share what I did because, um, yes, my partner and I are very similar. And like, (laughs) I feel like what makes us work is the physical connection of just like our bodies. I don't know if I mean like sex necessarily, although of course, like that always helps, but I mean like, (laughs) it always helps, (laughs) (laughs) but like the physical connection of like, hugging or like we're very touchy like when we're together we're almost like it's a little gross yeah it's a little gross yeah 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 Yeah, it's gross 
It's amazing. I love it. Yeah, I know I do too. But like before, before I was in this part in this relationship, I never would. I was always like, "Don't touch me in public." And now I'm like, sloth. Like right. But it's because of that connection. So thank you for putting that into words. Yeah, I'm glad that came through because that was helpful for me too. (laughs) So helpful. I hope that's helpful for everyone who's listening in whatever way. I feel like. Well, I think we could talk about this for a long time. I feel like we could definitely do a part two at some point um, as we continue to deepen um, into this ourselves. But if there was one, I'm feeling like question, like if there's a question that we could leave, maybe each of us end with a question we could leave ever, all the listeners with to think mm-hmm. about like, how can I deepen my relationship with my body and therefore my vision? Like, well, I mean, that's a question right there. How can I deepen my relationship with my body and my vision? But reflection questions. Um, if there's anything that comes to mind for you that you think would be really helpful to share um, so that everyone can reflect on that. Yeah. Mm. Oh, so what what are your fears around entering your body and and then to dive through that then if you were to be comfortable and cozy safe grounded uplifted in your body what would your life look like or how would you how would that impact your life right just brainstorm whatever topics you want to cover with that one but what what are you afraid of like yeah look at it write it down you can burn it later like whatever but what what are you afraid of from getting in your body and um yeah yeah I love that I think that's perfect and I think that doing doing that exercise between now and the full moon, like if you're listening to this real time, so that you can then, you you can release it with the next full moon if you're ready to. Um, <laughs> I just pulled the card inner temple going into the inner temple of yourself. Like, Perfect. yeah. And then on then Imrama. So Imrama is like where your soul is being called to do a soul journey. So this is like that soul journey, right? Going into the mirroring yourself just by looking in and like, where am I, where am I afraid? of being in my body because it all starts with being in your body I think that's what we need to I think that's the most important thing of everything we've said to start is it starts with being in your body so where are you afraid perfect question Mm -hmm. yeah and then just to really really wrap up like I mean both Shannon and I do this work to hold the space for this deepening Mm -hmm. we do it in in a lot of different we have different styles but ultimately it is deepening into your soul um more you know full consciousness i'm getting so excited consciously being aware and welcoming your soul into you more um yeah that came out really funny but it's it's a vibe (laughs) no i I mean i think it came out perfectly but i also like understand the frequency you're coming from No, but yeah, um, well, you all know how to get in touch with me to do that, but Emily, um, how can everyone get in touch with you? Because I think this is, it's really important. Um, 
I know that there are a lot of people who listen to this podcast who I've worked with and who worked with me. Um, and I honestly, I, I highly, highly recommend you guys. Um, you know, I always love working with you. Um, and I'm honored to hold space. I also think that a really, really important thing to look at, I think there's lots, there's many, it's important to learn about ourselves, our body, our soul in as many ways as we can, as we feel called to. And Emily, the way she works is so profound. Um, and so how can everyone find you? Because I think I really, really want to recommend that people check you out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm on Instagram, uh, Crystalline Bodyworks with an underscore. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, Crystalline has two L's in it. And then Bodyworks underscore. And your and- website, is your website ready? It is still majorly under construction. However, you can schedule on it with me. (laughs) You can schedule on there, but I'm getting all of, I'm typing out um, because this work comes from such a deep space and such an interesting vibration and I'm grounding it down as we speak (laughs) and as we be. I have to spend a lot of time with trying to figure out how the heck to talk about it on a website. So um, even talking about myself is weird. And so we're just working on it. We're taking our time. But so the essentials <laughs> of the scheduling and the booking is there. up and running. And so that is um, crystallinebodyworks.com. Okay. And yeah, you email Emily at crystallinebodyworks.com e-m-i-l-y and yeah other than that that's probably good you don't need more that's enough (laughs) we'll put it all in the i'll put it all in the show notes too so absolutely totally yeah i'm so excited (laughs) this deepening is everything the stuff that i've been going through last couple weeks is just oh yes what we've been going through together because like we've really this has been such a beautiful couple of weeks because we've been going into this so deeply together and we've been like having our own expansions in our own ways but like this I'm so grateful because even just a year ago and especially like two years ago I was doing all of it by myself like there's no one else to lean on to like work with to support and to have support me and now like I have you and I have there's like so many people that I can reach out to and the fact that we've gotten to do this like we were both called at the same time like we need to work together we need to help each other um there's medicine we have for each other it's just so beautiful and that's I just want to like send that feeling to everyone I hope you're feeling that as I send it through the podcast (laughs) through this recording oh yeah the Aquarius for helping us realize mm-hmm. just how we can so successfully work together yes. by being so uniquely ourselves, so genuinely ourselves, really using our strengths and and we can all work so cohesively together like when we're all in alignment. So okay. this is a fabulous example of yeah the magic that can be had mm. so so amazing it's been such a blessing to work with you too so good yeah same to you uh, i just want to say thank you to all of our guides all of the archangels the earth mama gaia the animals the directions 
the elements, every single being energy guide who's been with us. Thank you for opening this energy with us. And thank you for now helping us close this energy as we close this container. Thank you so much. We love you. We thank you. And same to all of the listeners. We love you. We thank you. And to Emily, love you. Thank you. Thank you for being here. I love you and thank you too. Thank you guys. Thank you listeners. Thank you friends. Thank you family. Emily and I had so much fun recording this, and we both actually listened over to it um, in the next couple days after we recorded it, and we were like, okay, good, this is saying what we wanted to say, Um, because this whole topic is really, like we were talking about, the vision is is intangible until we make it tangible, and so to, to talk about it in a way that is tangible and understandable is more difficult than we anticipated. So I hope that you all received some wisdom and help in whatever way it came for you from this episode, from this conversation. And we're definitely going to continue having it um, as we move further and further into the vision. I definitely envision us having further conversations about this on this podcast. Um, I did just want to clarify one thing. So I wanted to clarify the situation I mentioned with with my partner. Um, I just wanted to add in there. So so when we talk about the vision and not being able to force it on other people and what I was sharing about how... um, there was a part of me that thought that, you know, this might be the time for him to, to come into his own vision. And I shared that because um, he thought the same as well. We've had that conversation together and um, everything that I shared is something that we've talked about that he was okay with me sharing. But it was the reason I shared it, the really th- big thing for me and the reason I shared that was because it was like a little, it was like an ego death for me to realize in such an intense way that I really couldn't um, make anyone else see the vision. They have to see it in their own time because with our partners and our family and our loved ones especially, we really want them to be able to see what we see. And that's our ego really wants them to see what we see, right? And it's something that every single person goes through, especially with partnerships. I talk about this all the time. I have, like I talk about it with clients, people message me online or send me emails and, and ask me my, my questions about how to bring their partner with them on their spiritual journey. And, um, something I've said for a long time is we can't force them. And saying that, um, is, is true. I've known that to be true, but there's still been parts of me that have wanted to really bring my partner along with me in the same rate that I am going along my journey. And this 2021 so far has really shown me that I can't do that. He has to come to it in his own and he will when he's ready. Um, but the best thing we can do for our partners, for our loved ones, for our families is give them the time and space to do what they need to do. Right. And so that's why I shared that. Um, because it's been a really big lesson for me, for me and my ego, right, um, in the last couple of months. And I thought that, that would be a really um, useful thing to talk about. And I just wanted to go go ahead and clarify what I was talking about there a little bit more here in the outro. 
So otherwise, I just want to say thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being here. Um, please, please make sure that you reach out and follow Emily. And if you're feeling called to work with her, she's truly amazing. I love, love, love the way that she um, she works with energy and with crystals and the body and everything. It's amazing. So I highly recommend you get in touch with her. And as always, if you like this episode, if you would love to share it with family, friends, anyone you think would resonate or rate and review, um, if you do rate or review, please send me a screenshot and I will send you a little gift to say thank you. And just thank you so much for being here. And I will, I look forward to hearing your thoughts about this episode, your reactions, how it landed for you. And until next time, sending you all lots of love.